Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Santa. And I'm Santa's sister. That's what we're doing? This is a teen drama Christmas cast. Well, thanks for playing along. I thought you might no-sell this. (laughs) We're both Santas. I'm Santa, and you're Santa's sister. A thank you for like my friend Claus. Santa talking about shadow hunters, the oh. most the most Christmassy of of shows. Unfortunately, this episode's Halloween, so we're a, I'm going a bit of a different direction with this Santa Claus. <laughs> he lost the deepness. But when oh, you are listening, there it is again. When you're listening to this, guys, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, Google, which why you would, definitely are. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you listen to this on Christmas Day? Uh, <laughs> oh, this one's about Halloween. It's Halloween and Shadow Hunters. Uh, yeah, no. It's, this, it, this, if you're listening to this on that day, it's Christmas. If you're listening to this on any other day, I'm sorry. <laughs> None of this is related. Uh, yeah, we're continuing, we're continuing with Shadow Hunters. But Kevin, I don't think we've ever had a Christmas episode before. I think we've always uh, taken breaks, and this year we decided to go hard. I mean, it just landed. It just landed really well in our already. Like we've never had an episode come out on Christmas. Well, and like I think we've never had to because you know when Riverdale was on, it was on a break, so we could just be like. That's true. We take a break too. That's true. Yeah, but not this because, year. Because, yes, because we are specifically not following a uh, releasing show. That's true. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're continuing along. This it, it's it's almost like a return to this episode. Feels like there's bits where it's like, oh yeah, and everything has returned to normal. Yeah, it yeah. sure has tried, and this is the episode. That breaks the timeline. Uh, there's a lot of... There's been many episodes that have broken the timeline. But this one specifically... I mean, I- I'll say this episode has a lot of stuff that makes it just feel like I don't think the creators of the show care anymore. I don't think so either. There's, we... there's a lot of they just don't care. Okay, because remember the episode where Izzy and Simon went to the High Holidays at um, Simon's mom's house? Yeah, Passover. No, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur? I keep on confusing which, which it was. is... Mid October, it's like the same time as Canadian Thanksgiving. Which, if we are taking this to be true, the show either takes place over a full calendar year or continues to take place over six weeks. Yeah, and I mean, neither I, of those are good. I would say from from that episode to this episode, I cannot believe that is. Two a weeks? month and a half? No, no, Kevin. October, yeah, you're right. Two October. weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks since yeah. season two. That's why I'm much more willing to believe that I just forgot and it actually is Passover. No, I looked it up. It was Yom Kippur? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I already had already that, even thinking that it was um, it was Passover. I, even just thinking that, I was like, well, I mean, that's... Uh, Passover that's, would make that's, more that's, sense. That's enough, it's in April. It does mean, like, we've done, like, a year and a half because they started, well, Clary was, like, interviewing for univer- colleges, which I imagine was beginning of summer. Yeah, when she turned um, 18. <laughs> which seems reasonable. There, there's been some jumps but no yeah whatever i don't, I'm I don't gonna, care I'm going anymore. to i'm going to assume this this episode came out around halloween so i do a halloween episode i would argue that the, the reason i think that's the case is because i would argue halloween honestly has nothing to do with this oh truly this does not need to be at nothing is halloween 
like necessary. No. Halloween is a hat that was put on this episode. Yeah. Because the network demanded it. The network wanted that fancy hat. Yeah, well we demand you listen because ho 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 this is Shadow Hunter season three, episode eighteen! The Beast Within Ho 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 The Beast Within Ho 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 So it's uh uh it's it's the most joyous time of year, Halloween, and we do have to mention that uh, this is why I was going to say that either way would not work because as we get Becky, remember yeah, Simon's remember uh, Simon's sister Becky, yeah, her who does her mo- remember the shadow world. Yes, her and her mom moved down to Florida. Uh, to deal with that problem. Either two weeks ago or... Well, she says we've never missed a Halloween. Which... Okay, but no, to be fair, when um nope. her face, Heidi attacked them, yeah. that was not the Yom Kippur episode. That was a different episode involving Becky. Yeah, no, but... but so oh, th- that, so... That means, that mean, no, 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 that means either they did a Halloween after Clary started the whole, like, Shadow World thing, or this is two weeks from... Whenever the Yom Kippur episode was, boy, they moved to Florida fast, fast, fast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, guess a visit from Sister uh, Becky because they've got to go out on Halloween. It's honestly not clear what to do. She just says we always go out on Halloween, and then they go to a vampire bar. They also don't actually get Clary involved. No, they never even they try to call ne- her. Never seems like they even attempt. To, because she says, me, you, and Clary. But <laughs> Becky's like, well, not Clary. obviously Clary's busy, right? Yeah, she, she's patrolling. Uh, so this is uh, because it's Halloween. We now cut over to seeing a bunch of kids. And for inexplic- inexplicable reasons, these kids go down a back alley. Yeah, I guess what you do in New York. And then they meet a demon. Um, Heron, I... Okay, that's explicable. Yeah. Uh, no, is it? Because I have a question. I thought, and maybe I'm just confusing this secret world stuff with other <laughs> secret world stuff. I thought humans, normal mundanes, could not see magic stuff. Like, isn't that the entire um... crux of what why Clary was special is that she could see... She could see the shadow hunters. Can she see the demons like she can see the shadow world but are demons beyond the shadow world this is i think think our point is that they are because because wasn't there a thing where um uh when simon could see the runes on the walls that was very impressive he had the sight but that's a part of the shadow world i'm pretty sure demons are the shadow the shadow world aaron you're probably right the 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 shadow world are things that are half demon that is the shadow world but the Demons are full demon. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, yes, you are correct. The plot holes are plot holing. Yeah, there's there's parts later. I'll, I just think of this a lot where I'm like, I thought all this stuff was invisible to most people, but... Not this episode. Yeah, so... Uh, so, yeah, there's a demon there. They're scared. Fortunately, the... Shadow, Shadow hunters, hunters are there. Yeah, they're doing their stuff. Uh, Jay says he hates Halloween, which to me feels too much like... Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because it's a cop show. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Well, because Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, what's her reason for not liking okay. Halloween? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. The understanding is that Halloween is supposed to be chill for Slayers because yeah. all the demons take the day off. Yeah. But every year they don't, and Buffy hates okay. that. Um, this one, he's not very 
clear why he hates Halloween. It shouldn't, like, one, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's because, like, oh, Halloween's a time where people, like, you know, get crazy and weird. But you're, listen, you're not a cop. You deal with, like, demons <laughs> and stuff. Um, and it, they, they say, like, because, so this demon being up there is weird. That is, so we get that scene in a little bit. This demon being up, up there is weird. Yeah. Because, like, they Those usually, demons, they usually hang on the sewers. Yeah. They say, it's like, oh, well, I guess all the festivities brought him up, um, like, up to the surface. And, like, that seems to be, I guess, what Jace's thing is. But there's no reason, no way that Halloween is the only loud festivity in New York City. Yeah, there are loud festivities in New York City, <laughs> like, every week. Yeah. So, I don't. It feels like they just had him say, I had Halloween, so Claire can be like, but I like Halloween. Why aren't you fun, Jace? And then they never follow up on this. Nope, that's not a plot point this episode. Nope. What is a plot point this episode is Magnus is embarrassed that he got drunk and sad. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's sobered up. He uh, wants to talk to Alec and be like, everything's fine. And they're a bit tense. This is broken up then, of course, by Jason Claire coming in to hold a demon conversation. But after they leave, they're able to like... Yeah. Continue that. But then Alec decides to, decides to solve the problem by sending his boyfriend to go decorate his mom's bookstore slash antiquity shop. Because I, that will make him feel better. Well. It's a distraction. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, what this is, is that Alec has a plan. And he can't do that plan while Magnus is there. Magnus literally just said, uh, says, I love Halloween. I used to decorate, like, the entire street in Brooklyn. And with my he, magic. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> then Alec, once again, with the thing that I need to distract Magnus while I go do something, is, like, like making connections in his brain. It's the whole thing where he's, like, making, you know, drawing lines. It's math going around. He goes, Mom, decorate store. Magnus can't decorate street Halloween. <laughs> Magnus go Magnus go to my mom help her decorate store. And look, can I just say Maris, who used to suck, has become the best wing woman in the world because he does not even give his mom a heads up, I don't think. And she just like jumps right on board with this. Yeah, she seems very chill with Magnus now. Uh I do, I do like how it's almost it's almost like Magnus is the one that makes Alex thought there makes sense because Magnus because <laughs> Magnus was like you decorate street Halloween go st- go mom place decorate her and Magnus goes I do like interior design because <laughs> she's not decorating her place for Halloween no she's just decorating <laughs> she's just, <laughs> she's just moving into her new business you, you walk into her like antique bookstore and things like that and you walk into like mid May and there's pumpkins and purple streamers I mean it's a magical bookstore there could be. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we do have to I, – I will love this. We could just ignore these characters. We could ignore the storyline. So I think we'll just summarize their storyline right now because I swear none of this matters. Maya and Jordan are back. And they're trying to figure out if they can date and what their complex emotions are for each other. And Kevin Jordan Kyle is of... definitely dying, right? Like he's definitely still dying. I mean, it, it was very um, – Jarring out of place when Maya's like, well, thank... Okay. Maya says, well, thankfully, they're able to cure you of your silver poisoning. And Jordan goes, yeah. Anyway. Well, and then she says, sorry, they fired you. So either the writing is bad (laughs) or he's dying. I just... I just... 
<laughs> it's just it's so clear that he's he's dying because if you if you don't take someone home from the hospital and they're like and you're like like well it sure was a long drive back from the hospital. Th- thankfully, you were able to get your arm set. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. You don't say we that. Don't say things like that. So yeah, uh, Jordan got fired. Maya and Jordan back. Jordan's definitely dying. One hundred percent dying. They're figuring out their emotions, and they'll reappear. Numerous occasionally, times. occasionally to just be, say one line and be in the background. Now, while this is going on, Alec had told Magnus that he had cl- a clave meeting, yeah. which, as we know, the show uses clave as a stand-in for business. Yeah. But Alec doesn't have business. Alec has to go see Vera, who is a warlock. Who pretends to be blind yeah, and crazy? V- yeah, well, I mean, Vera's doing the whole blind fortune teller thing, yeah. is like you know, to like make some money. I like that we were right about what Alec was going to do because Alec, learning that his boyfriend is sad and the only thing that he knows how to do is go to the manager, decides to go to Alex or go to Magnus's manager. You know, his dad. His dad. <laughs> it's Modius. <laughs> so yeah, some like, like Vera, I need you to channel the cha- Prince of Hell. And she's like, okay, sure. Just pay me a lot of money. And he does. And that will not be a plot point. Yeah. Now, there is a really cool moment in the scene where we see Asmodeus standing in front of Alec, but Vera is still in the mirror. Yeah. It is cool. We yeah. got to show the show out when it does something yeah, good. No, it, it, was, it was cool. I'm, I'm like, you could have done this. In, you could like, you, like you, you chose which one of the two directions you could go in because either he could be in the mirror and she would be there. But decided that he does. He does face to face because this yeah. is where Alec does what he has done at this point. <laughs> So many times. <laughs> Numerous times. He just, he's looking at his mouth and goes, hey, give your son his magic back. He's really sad. Look, and he's I'm, sad and I don't like it. I have, a, <laughs> I have <laughs> escalated this to his manager and I want you to make this right. <laughs> <laughs> and Asmodeus will make it right. Well, he's, he's, so but under one condition. He spent a bit of time just because he's Asmodeus. Got to be like. Yeah, you're right. This does suck. And in time, Magnus will hate you. And Alex's like, like, nope. He's like, he's like look, just, just give him back his magic. He's like, you you, you must love him somehow. You're his dad. And I'm like, demon, demon dad. Doesn't. Demon dad. We've met Lilith. And that's not her, like, that's not her blood. Like, we've met Jonathan, and he's only half demon. Yeah. So, Asmodeus has, has a deal. He's like, all right, all right. I'll give Magnus I'll give Magnus's magic back, but you have to break up with him. Like oh God. <laughs> this I no, this is a this is so perfect because it is the perfect intersection between weird teen drama and weird urban fantasy. It's so true. How many times like like a teen drama where it's like, you know, a poor guy and a like, you know, or and like or I mean it's just a poor person and like a rich they're like rich partner and the and the father and the rich father is like, like I'll give you ten thousand. I'll pay off your debt. I'll give you ten thousand dollars. I'll pay for you to you to go to school. I'll do all these things. You just got to break up with my child. And Asmodeus has clearly <laughs> never read a book because if he has, he would know this is not going to work out for him. I mean, okay. Uh, so no, I, I've got an argument, and we'll talk about it later. I mean, I'm going to talk about this thing right now. Okay. He says you have to break up with him. And you can't tell him about the deal or the deal's off. And I'm thinking, Magnus is a smart person. He's gonna figure if, it out. If, if you if you have if if Alec breaks up with him and then Magnus just gets his magic back, he'll figure it out. Now now 
that thought was a prelude to the fact that, of course, Asmodeus had another plan. Of course, this wasn't the end of his plan. Because here's the thing. (laughs) If Magnus figures it out, there are things we know about um, Edom. Yeah. Most specifically, you can't get out of it. Well, no. Actually, it's very easy to get out yeah, of Edom. I, I know. <laughs> I, they say it's hard to get out of it and they break that rule literally all the no, time. No, it's, it's it's the easiest place to get but out. But, like, if we were to believe the actual conditions of Edom as the show has told us they are, yeah. Asmodeus would never know if Alec told Magnus it was all a plot. Once no. Magnus gets his magic back, there's nothing Asmodeus can do from I, Edom. I mean, here's the thing about, like, so they're... they're, they're he is a trickster. You all, the thing that they do about, like, in this show with demons and devils kind of be interchangeable, like, and this is, we kind of see this from Asmodeus, um, the whole, like, lawful evil thing where it's, like, making deals, like, the letter of the law. I bet he could have sort of, like, trigger in there where it just, like, sucks it back as soon as something there. Or, I mean, he, he does seem to imply that he has, like, spies essentially but he had to trick magnus to get magnus to give up his magic he didn't trick him he no but like he had to wheel and deal with him like he couldn't just take it yeah no yeah because and he, he had to wheel with because wheel he's a deal, deal maker in edom well no that's because that's where, Mag- where his power lies yeah but that's because magnus could go visit him in edom i just like the sense i get from the show is that they're trying not to make the uh, greater demons, the princes of hell, yeah. all powerful. Yeah, and so the power that they can exert on is deal based. The li- is it not? I don't think it. Okay, to be fair, yeah, I think my brain is doing the thing it does sometimes, yeah. where I can't separate the show from the books. Yeah, um, because I would say that in the books, Asmodeus cannot exert his power over. Things that happen in the mortal realm without permission. But uh, but he's giving him permission. That's what making a deal is. By by by. But, a, yeah, I I just think that Alec can like wheel and deal it like very very extremely easily. Yeah, I mean I don't think. Like, essentially, Asmodeus is is tricking him right now, and he's setting up a de- like a, a deal, and that when that deal is like made, that is the permission happening. So if he says like. I, I mean, we don't know the specifics because that yeah. actually doesn't matter. But I bet it, maybe it would be that's like, oh, if he ever learns about it, the magic will be gone. So that is the idea. Is that is if the second like Magnus would learn this deal exists, his magic vanishes again because that is part of the deal. Yes, I I think you're right for the world of the show. Yeah. I just think the magic system that they're based on. Yeah. He actually can't do that because the magic, to be fair, in the yeah. books... He never takes Magnus's magic. Yeah. The uh, deal that he makes is for Simon's immortality. Yeah. Um. So, but the things that greater demons do in the like universe of the book series, they don't have enough power on Earth to be able to hold someone to that kind of bargain. Now, if someone were to enter their their realm, then things would like snap into place right away. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, but, no, my, 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 my thing is necessarily, I don't like that from the books. I think the books did a bad with, if that is the but, thing. But, but they're not deal makers. Like they're not, they're, the, okay. they're not like the biblical Lucifer or the Lucifer that you see in a lot of like popular media where it's about making deals with the devil. Okay. That's not a part of their okay, mythology. So, so, so it's just, he made, he made a deal with yeah. Simon. Yeah. In that moment, he's not a deal maker. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's fair enough. Uh, all right. So. 
that's something Alec is going to have to think about. We do uh, get it, it's so weird that we're in like season three near the end of the show, and we had this whole Becky thing going on where like we're getting we're getting some cool like lo- like lore building stuff. Becky's for, like introduction the, to the Shadow but, World, but I'm like we're. I don't know. It feels we're still getting, like, the mundane thing going on. But we do get alert that one nice thing about Halloween that at least the Downworlders like is that all the warlocks can, I guess, turn off their glamours. Yeah, because they just look like they're in costumes. Which I don't think the idea is that the glamours are, like, take anything from. Like, it's not like it's no, difficult. It's I think just it's nice just, for them. They get to. They're like, yeah, look at us. Look at us. Look at all of us here. The best part of this scene, though, is Simon and Becky arrive at... At the Harvest Moon. Hunter's Moon. The Hunter's Moon. They are at the bar. Yeah. And then Simon says, you should take off your vampire costume. <laughs> Too late, Simon. <laughs> Too yeah. late. Uh, <laughs> what is she going to change into? Yeah. Sorry. And it's it's very clumsy. So she can be like, I don't have to take off my costume. Look, that guy's wearing a devil costume. And Simon's like, no, he just has horns. He's a warlock. So dumb. Yeah. The writing's so bad. Yeah. Um... We do check in back at the Institute where we learned that, I guess, Izzy has done science stuff to the magic sword. And she has <laughs> figured out, out that if they inject... I, I, man, they had to wave this because the second you think about it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. She did something that means she's figured out that if they inject Jonathan, it'll remove the rune. And burn away all of his demon blood. I guess. And I would posit an argument that they don't want me to posit. Yeah. That you should just inject Clary. Well. Because the only demon blood she has is the twinning rune. So if you inject Clary, it'll burn away a little bit. But I think they want to burn away his demon blood. Yeah, but let's get rid of the twinning rune first and then deal with him. I was under the impression they did not have as much serum as they do appear to have. I yeah, thought they the, have like six vials. Yeah, I thought they were like, this is it. This is our shot. We inject Jonathan because that just wipes out as much as like in general. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's I fine. just like, I feel like if your end goal, which they've said it is, it's just to make them not be connected... No, there's a lot of dumb stuff that goes on in this whole thing. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I don't it, know. Why am I making arguments? Yeah, no, yeah. I would I would argue I don't care. There are dumber things that happen in this. I mean, we began this by... Now, let's make this clear. When we're like, oh, Izzy did science, I think she just stared like... They said like, Izzy, you got to figure out if this will work. And then she stared at it for, I'm going to say, 15 hours. And then like... I mean, it's gotta work. Like, what's what are you going to do? It's the it's a sword that an angel made that no one heard of. What <laughs> and is, now it's inside a potion. Yeah, and you, and you're definitely not going to test it on anyone. Like you, what? And who are you going to test it on? What? Who else has demon blood? What did you do? <laughs> uh, so, so um, they they take it. Luke does arrive to yeah. I guess be there for a while. He does nothing. He does nothing. He actually, as soon as Clary needs a lot of like support he's gone yeah he should definitely be with them when they go on their hunt later (laughs) um he doesn't also ask about the whole like wait you have a cure for (laughs) because if anyone wants to not be a downworlder it's luke (laughs) yeah so but they just remind us he's there um no so continuing the dumb things this is what i was thinking about do they have to do this with clary and jonathan sitting in chairs facing each other like they're doing a sharing circle 
Okay. What? Put him in different rooms. At least put him in his Hannibal Lecter room and put her outside of it like you've done for the past four yeah, episodes. But they're both in the Hannibal Lecter room just like staring at each other. And I'm, why Why is this the choice? So like, Clary, you got to look. I know you feel bad. You have some bad feelings toward Jonathan. You got to look at him though. There, Especially it, when we know that, that another Jonathan's thing? powers exert power that, over her to make her like Jonathan. Is that another thing Izzy found? I was like, well, we got injected in them, but they have to be within two meters of each other or else it won't work. I'm making this up as I go, guys. And then they don't even think to put the Hannibal Lecter mask on him until after he shouts at Clary way too much. Oh, Oh, but what he shouts is dumb. John, the second they sit down and they get like strapped in, Jonathan goes, Clary, they're trying to tear us apart. And Clary goes, yeah, I know. What? I'm a part of this. I want John, to be torn apart. John, <laughs> I understand that Jonathan's like delusional, but I love the, the amount that he's like, Clary, you don't understand. They're, this will remove the twinning rune. And she's like, what do you think we're doing here? Jonathan, I've tried so hard for so long. <laughs> what what do you think? What like like does he does he think the control is stronger than it is? Like it's just sorry, it's just so funny. I know. Him, him starting with they're trying to tear us apart and then Clary answering, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And so, so it hurts both of them. Yeah, it hurts a lot. Um, Jace has a great line where he's like, you gotta stop this. Oh, and yeah, no. Izzy's like, I can't. Oh, yeah, no. Izzy injects, <laughs> injects Jonathan with a liquid. Um, and then Jace is like, you gotta stop it. Like, what's she gonna do? Just, like, suck it out like it's venom? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Just put put your mouth to it. Um, I, 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 I want to mention that when... Um, when <laughs> That when Clary's, because uh, Jonathan, you know, I, I, you know, here's the thing. Jonathan does very good job of being like playing up the victim a lot, and Clary is a mm-hmm. very, very nice and sweet person. So she's like, I mean, like, she, she's, she knows she's doing it right, but it still sucks to see someone be like, no. Well, and she's already felt bad for him and like the, numerous times on her own power yeah, throughout the, the show. Jace is just like, <laughs> they had to make. They didn't want anyone to raise, I think, like the the good point. Jace is the closest because, like, really, what this comes down to is like, Clary, it's okay. He's an asshole. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, that's really what this is like. Like, don't like, 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 don't feel bad. He's a he wants to kill everybody. He wants to, not only does he want to kill everybody, I, he wants to sleep with his sister. I understand he doesn't want to kill. <laughs> That's what I'm going to get to, yeah. He wants to kill everybody. <laughs> he doesn't want to kill you, but that's because he wants to sleep with you. He's a bad guy. And on, honestly, honestly, even if you absolutely love someone, why would you want the share pain rune? Yeah. Like, that rune has no advantages. No benefits. There's no, there, you. there's nothing good about that rune. It's not the Parabatai rune that makes them both, like, more in sync. And stronger. Yeah, like, that one, I understand there's a disadvantage to it. There's nothing to the twinning rune. In fact, it seems like the twinning rune gets to pick one of them to be in charge. Yeah, it, again, we've talked about this before, but it is truly insane that Clary's goodness does not also affect Jonathan. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the only thing that I can imagine is they keep on calling it the twinning rune. It's not. It's a rune that creates a master and a servant. Yeah. Uh, so they do the injection. Uh, Jonathan, we get Jonathan do his, like, like flash uh, weird, uh, weird look, and then after it doesn't work, uh, Izzy says some nonsense. So Izzy's gonna do more science. I wrote, I wrote it out. She, there, she's gonna separate the nanoparticles of Glorious, and then use it to create a more potent serum. 
no, here's the thing. Like, it, I would say that what what she's going to do makes sense. She's like, we have we have a bunch now, of diluted syrup. Now that I know that they have they have multiple ones, like, well, I, I'm going to take them. I'm going to try to get just the glorious parts out of it. Yeah. So there's more more glorious per ounce ounce. In, it, it's a stronger alcohol. Yeah, like. Yeah, and you can't just mix them together to do that because you'd keep the same yeah, ratio. Yeah, it's still diluted. So what she's doing makes sense, but hearing her say, well, there's a nanoparticle of glory. So if I separate it in the nanoparticles, and use it to create a more potent serum. And I'm like, this is your urban fantasy. I cannot get over the fact that Izzy continues to be both the weapons master and the science. Yeah, like I, I can kind Pick of, one thing. The, the, the problem, the, the re- only reason I have a... Uh, large problem with that is the way that they like if this was a sci-fi show yes because usually now when weapons are science yeah this one weapons are forged by nuns exactly <laughs> you <laughs> and we already met the nuns yeah they uh, rejected izzy because of her drug addiction yeah uh which was which uh the the pool told them about yes <laughs> so we do we do get the uh the problem here now which is that there's more demons out than usual so they're gonna Every everyone, everyone is going to going to head out <laughs> because, because the show hasn't learned anything. Well, no, well, no, it's because there's too many people. We the the thing that's always come up. There are too many people in the institute. Yep. If this was just the four of them, and they're like, there's too then many they'd demons have out. To go. There's only four of us, but all four of us have to go. There's like 28 people. You're telling me not two can stay back. Like, there's got to be two people. You have a like- prisoner. Exactly. <laughs> Jonathan is still there. You're but not leaving guards for Jonathan. The, the only, but it really, really does seem like every single person left. Because there's there's not, spoiler, someone's going to break in. You don't, they don't seem like they've knocked out any guards. No, they just walk straight in. Yeah. God, the show is dumb. So um, we do get a, a quick uh, Jason Alec catch him up where like Alex sort of a Talk to Jace hypothetically about everything he's hey, going through. So, uh, if you could stop Clary from having a twinning ruin by just never seeing her again, would you do it? Jace is like, I mean, specifically twinning ruin. I mean, no. No. One time I did have to break up with her when I thought she was my sister, and that was sad for me. So I think no. he also does. <laughs> The, the the thing is like you and he just like oh, this is a bit selfish and I'm like I mean yeah you, you here's the thing you're perfectly fine that's fine that's fine yeah. like that, that is your truth you like that is uh, that is a fine way of thinking about things um I I would have no doubt Clary would say the exact same thing oh absolutely because Ch- Clary and Jace are codependent <laughs> yeah yeah um we do speaking of Clary we do get Izzy and Clary kind of talking about the Jonathan Jonathan thing which makes Clary like instantly snap into Jonathan mode I, I gotta defend Jonathan no no he's a victim he's, he's a... been abused by his parents and by Lilith and also he has demon blood and that I makes feel... him I just want to point this out we can understand that Jonathan is just a generally bad person so yeah. the show feels really weird about wanting to I'd just be like, no, no, Jonathan's a bad person in general. Because he's like, after everything he did to you? I'm like, after everything he did to everybody? Yeah, he I, I, wants to destroy the world, guys. Predominantly, he has actually been fairly nice to Clary. In he like, loves Clary. Yeah, in like, I mean, like in an abusive way. But in regards to the 
other things that he just would just he killed so many people while he, looking for the Morningstar sword. Yeah, he killed everyone who was a client of that person. And some of them just got to be just mundanes looking for art, like like antiques. Why? Just say he's a bad person overall. See, again, this is the show <laughs> pulling its punches because if Jonathan had, well, I mean, if Jonathan had killed Max, yeah, they could not make any of these arguments. I mean, it's it's the. But Jonathan uh, kills Max in the book. It's it's more of that I think they're trying to make it uh, really. They're overdoing the the gray. The, well, no, the thing, no, 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 no. The thing was like, it's for, it's making it personal for the characters. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is like in my opinion about writing, people can be in like this. Like mm-hmm. people, you can accept that people are just like generally bad people. Yeah. Without constantly doing this thing where it's like. He was mean to you. He was mean to you. He was, like, he was mean to everyone. So I actually think um, the dilemma that Clary has yeah. in the books, not to go back to the books, is yeah. more interesting. Like yeah. they obviously made Clary and Jonathan have the twinning rune in the TV show because Clary is the main character. Yeah. And they're centering her. Yeah. But her conflict is way, way, way more interesting when Jonathan is paired with Jace. Yeah. And so if you di- if you hurt Jonathan, you're hurting Jace. Yeah. Like that's a it, way more interesting conflict for her, I feel like. I than mean, making her be somehow taken over by Jonathan's badness. Well, it's the weird thing where is that they're both centering Clary but not centering Clary because what you described mm. is Clary going through something in her like Clary going through something. Yeah. What we're seeing is Claire is other people dealing with the Clariness of it. Yeah. Like she her she's struggling with I don't want to die. Which, you know, welfare, it's weird. It's weird that it's both centering her but not centering her. Well, and they're adding, to get some of the same kind of stuff they had in the original storyline, they've added the part where Jonathan's emotions can override her to, yeah. like, get some of the same plot beats. And I just, I mean, the, the, the it doesn't is, work for me. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I think also Clary feeling bad for Jonathan is fine. When you take it with the idea that she's feeling bad for the concept of Jonathan. But she already did that last season before they were twins. I, mean, I don't need it now. <laughs> I mean... The, the, I'm the, over it. it. Yeah, but she's not. So... <laughs> That's so, true for her. It's been two weeks for me. It's been yeah, a year. Yeah. Um, from... <laughs> From what we, what it can seem like, because she instantly defends him like aggressively until Jace comes in to hug her. It seems like I guess putting Glorious in. Here's what I've got. Here's what I got out of this. Okay. Or here's what I'm. I and I think this is true. I'm just going to put it in my own words. Um, putting Glorious in, put the rune, um, and like Jonathan's like demon tie blood to it. Because let's let's be absolutely clear. Twinning rune is such a huge misnomer. Very clearly, Jonathan has been put in a position of power over her. Yep. Like, that is the only way any of this makes sense. That she, like, has... There's nothing going back to Jonathan. This is a one-way connection except for the pain, I guess. But Jonathan maybe likes that. Maybe that's why Demon's (laughs) thing is cool. But um, I think putting Glorious into it, because it wasn't strong enough to remove it, it essentially has put the rune into, like, a survival mode. Like, I I have been injured, so I am, like, lashing out with adrenaline. I think that's fair. So it's supercharged. Yeah, it's reaching out in a way it never has before. Yeah. It's gripping its little demon talons into Clary's heart. Yeah, it, it, it's like when you have like an, an injured predator; like they are more dangerous because they're like they want to live. And you know, it's demon blood's a rune; it's magic. I think that does make sense for what's going on here. Which but, is interesting. 
it's a fine, it it's is a, interesting. It, no, it's a it's a fine little quirk, and I think it does make sense for why this is happening now. Mm-hmm. A lot of other stuff around it is goofy. Exactly. Um, so, um, but Izzy says like Jason because we've already mentioned that Jace I was able to bring uh, Clary essentially back to herself. Like, yeah, that is a thing. So that's it's going to happen. Uh, Meanwhile, we, we have a little short scene where Maris and Magnus decorate and yeah. they bond about being mundane suddenly. Yeah. And also Maris reveals her crush on Luke. Yes. Ooh. Uh, we do check and then we see that Becky learns about fairies, which leads to Simon essentially being like, fairies? They suck. suck which is all a, a, a move into seeing the queen in her, I guess, murder form. Uh, talking to remember that nymph we were just seeing a whole yeah, bunch of the one who like transformed into Clary and then was just like hanging out with Jonathan way too much. Yeah, so I guess she's there on purpose. No, no, no. Okay, here's the problem so I have with this. He hired her to be a fairy prostitute. Yes, and the Sealy Queen was like, "Ooh, an opening to do a while in jail." Yeah. Okay. So, well, you know what? Here. Here's what this, so what happens in the scene. The queen arrives to talk to the nymph at Jonathan's place. Yeah. Um, and gives her a spear. Be like, you have to. Well, it sounds like Jonathan has not told them that I have the Morning Star sword. So you got to take this spear and you got to go uh, kill him to, I guess, hide the location of the Morning Star sword. Which he's not. I mean, she doesn't know Jonathan, but he's not telling anyone. Hey, Aaron. How did she find the more? How did Jonathan find the Morningstar sword? She told him. The, she told him. The Sealy so, Queen told him. No, the nymph told him. Oh, that's right. She the translated n- the thing so he could find that it was at the Queen. So that's right. So is so is she a spy sent to Jonathan to lure? Jo- what did it, no when, no because she didn't get anything out of him going there. So why did the why wouldn't the queen kill the nymph? The nymph. There's nothing about the nymph that says she has to be the one to kill Jonathan. Send Meliorn. He's standing right there. Yeah, with you a spear. you paid Meliorn to be in this episode. The, yeah, the nymph didn't use any of her abilities or her knowledge of someone to get there. Jonathan was literally chained up. Like he's he's kind of thinks in the moment that maybe she's there to save him. But the same thing could have been for for Meliorn or just any other. Also, this doesn't. This doesn't make. Why okay. is she hiding the location of the morning? Star this sword? entire storyline makes zero sense, and I'm just gonna say this now. I was gonna say it later. <laughs> there is no way whatsoever that this nymph can get through the wards. That's well. That's why. That's why it seems to be what they're implying is that she was sent in there originally. Like originally, they found some way when Jonathan was like off looking for a a, a, a nymph escort to like role play yeah. with him. They like embedded her into his operation. But now they're having her kill him to hide the location of the Morningstar sword, a thing he only learned because the nymph told him about it. So the the. So she embedded someone in his operation to keep an eye on him. And then that person told him something that is enough that she wanted. Unless okay, it's but the, is the, the only C- is no. the Sailor Queen playing 3D chess? Do, did she want to Aaron, meet Jonathan? Aaron, every chess is 3D chess. 4D chess. <laughs> uh, the the only I was getting there. The only way I could possibly think this was work this would work if we want to go the 4D chess route of it is the fact. That maybe this was all a trick to try to get Jonathan to kill Lilith. 
Oh, the Sealy Queen did want him to kill Lilith. But but he offered that, which once again, we were going with the fact that the you know Sealies are have plans within plans. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing I could go with. That's the only thing I could go with here. But the problem I'm I'm landing on is that that is that is so deep in thinking about what's going on here that unless if it comes up that that was the plan all mm-hmm. along, which she wanted, is that. Because that means what the plan was. She knew Jonathan was back. Yeah. Knew Jonathan was a guest looking for a a nymph uh, escort to ro- to role play with. Yeah. She knew he was looking for, looking for that. So she embedded this person with him to mm-hmm. eventually, casually, so he wouldn't be suspicious, lead him to knowing where the Morningstar sword was. Mm-hmm. Because she knew he was also knew he was looking for the Morningstar sword. Um, to go to her. Um... And then doing that through using, you know, the power of language would eventually get him to convince him to kill his mom, well, Lilith. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was her plan all along. And now since that plan failed, she needs to clean up loose ends. I could she could have al- just not even not had the Morningstar sword. <laughs> I could also see her, though, like not necessarily wanting to get him to kill Lilith, but having a plan to the point where she's like, I want to meet this person and see what he's about. But So you get him to me in my territory where I have the power and I want to know like who my new opponent is. Is he, an op- is he an opponent? Now, that's a whole different TV show where she's the main character or Jonathan's the main character. Yeah. But I, like, mean, I could see her wanting to size him up. But she she is so worried about the Morningstar. Look, look I mean, we'll, we'll just tell so the entire plan. Yeah. This point becomes pretty obvious because uh, the, the nymph says like, all of the all of the um the shadow hunters have left the institute. Um so Okay, yeah, she says that, but like we know how hard Valentine had to work to get past the wards. There is no way, just because the Shadow Hunters are gone, this nymph can just walk through the wards. I mean They're breaking their own magic system. I mean, I I I I'll I'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Because I, I that one I actually do have an I have a bit of an answer for explanation for. Um but she did this to, to to do something which it seems like she has she really wants to not have anyone know that she has the Morningstar sword. It seems like a weapon that no one cares about. Yeah, the only person <laughs> who can wield it is Clary it, if you Claire, kill Jonathan. Yeah. So, like, I it's just, why is she, I mean, that is a question. That is a question that I'm sure we, we want to ask. But it just, there's too much going on here that I'm just like, none of this makes any sense. And you're not explaining it. I <laughs> you, think- you, you revealed information that made me be like, what? I think the problem is the Sealy Queen as a character, like, they- is not, is too smart for this show. I mean. And the writers aren't, like, interested in doing that. I mean, I was going to say, I think the problem is, is they use her as a plot device to make things happen by just saying she has plans. Yeah. Like, they, they, like, like, well, wh- why does any of this, like, why, why did she agree to help Valentine? Why is she doing any of these things? She has plans. Yeah, but what are those plans? Like, if, if you're going to have her be a character that we've, we've seen her so much now, mm-hmm. we need to know what she wants because I don't know what it, it does seem like she just wants to kill Lilith, right? 
Like, yes. Like, like I, well, and I'm, 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 wondering... I'm, will, I'm willing to say that is why I think maybe you could argue this entire plan with a very convoluted plan mm. to get Jonathan, the only one who could get close to Lilith, to kill Lilith, is just... And you know what? Maybe in the next episodes that will come out as that was her plan all along. I just... I, I feel like they're treading water to figure things out because they've kind of effed up. Because what the Sealy Queen wants in the source material is to team up with Jonathan so that Sealies and demons can be in control. Yeah. And they've created a world where they can't do that. I mean, the, what... Because she doesn't seem to think she can get power what, by... Cl- you know what I mean? What, what they seem to... Th- what they've... The, if you look through all of this, one thing you can say that it feels like you could say is the Sealy's Queen thing is... She's a survivalist. Her entire goal is to to make sure that fairies are safe and will survive. She's just very bad at it. Whereas if you make her goal being like, I want Seelys to be the dominant race. Yeah, yeah. Then her actions make more sense, but they're not doing that. All of this with saying like, I I do think it makes sense that maybe this was a 4D chess style uh, plan to get Jonathan to kill Lilith that unfortunately didn't work. It almost did work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if not for Clary no, summoning him. Yeah, it all falls apart at the, at, in my mind at why does she care so much about hiding the location of the Morningstar sword? Yeah. Like, like why is she doing this? Doing this right now doesn't make sense to me. Like... I agree. Yeah, like the, the, that's essentially it. It's like I think the other stuff works, but it's unfortunately all couched in the reveal of this dumb sword <laughs> that nonsense. only Clary and Jonathan can use. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, so, we, we got we got to go yeah. faster. Izzy and Alec have a catch him up. Alec tells Izzy yeah. everything, and she's like, "Look, Magnus made a choice because he loved you, so you got to think about that." Yeah, we get um uh, Becky. Uh, uh, Becky, like Becky and Simon and Maya, something's happening. Essentially, Becky goes out, gets attacked by a demon, but is saved by Izzy and Alec. And this is the big cue, the big thing we need to try to really kick off the Simon and Izzy thing. Because of course, you need the sister to be like, "Hey, you guys got chemistry." So maybe you should go back with her and do whatever that science stuff is. I guess that's that's what's going to happen there. Okay. Um, um, Alec, but th- this happens because Alec and Izzy found the demon bait. I think they called it like a Cybus orb. Yep, they found the Cybus orb, and uh, Izzy is going to take that uh, old orb back to the Institute to check out the fingerprints, because this is a science police show. Not yeah. a magic show. Let's look at it right now. Um, they find fingerprints on the orb. They find fingerprints on the orb. And Aaron, who are those fingerprints belong to? The Sealy Nymph. Hold on. Wait, they have a file of fingerprints from Sealy's? Why? How? What? When? <laughs> this actually is a major plot point in the... Oh, wait. Remember when they tried to put the trackers on? No, no, no. I don't care about that. Sealy's are literally like... Ma- like you. They've been portrayed because we see the Sealy Queen. Yeah. Masters of Glamours. There's no way you got their fingerprints. Kevin, <laughs> fingerprints are the one things that don't change when you're glamoring. I... That can't be true. You couldn't... That can't be true. You couldn't think of one cool fantasy way to have Magic this work. signature. Magic signature. Magic signature. You have your... You have... You have your angel runes that allow you to track a magic signature. It's like a very important part of the Shauna McGuire books with October Day where she can smell people's magic. It's just so... It's so dumb. <laughs> it's just... It's like... 
It's a magic show. It's it's a magic show. It's a show with magic in it, and you are sitting around, and it's not a huge plot point that like it's like the fingerprints. Like it could have been we said it could have been anything, but the fact that you're sitting there as in writers in a writer's room for a show with magic in it, with fantasy, with fantasy people doing fantasy stuff, with magic happening all the time, and you're like, how do they find who touched this orb? I guess they check for fingerprints and they have, do they have all? They all fi- downworlders. They fingerprint the downworlders? Okay, but if they have fingerprints from all downworlders, then why were the downworlders mad when they got chipped? I mean, the, I understand why they're mad, but. Yeah, they me- They also mention, they say, like she says, okay. oh, he's been, she's been arrested a few times. I'm like, wait, you just arrest, you are, so when a downworlder <laughs> breaks the accords, you arrest them and fingerprint them like. They're just, they're, there's so much cops. Why are they cops? And then Izzy puts out a request to bring her in for questioning. Why are they such cops? Why could, why the, 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 this show was written by the most uncreative people ever. These people are furious. They're doing a fantasy TV show. <laughs> you, you could not find any writers anywhere that were like, I'm interested in writing fantasy. You just found a bunch of people who were like, I wish I could have wrote CSI. This is so infuriating. <laughs> so while this truly infuriating oh. plot is going on, Clary and Jace find the nest of the demons. Yeah, the, 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 there's a bunch of Drevic eggs. It means the queen somewhere. And then it's, Clary gets knocked on her butt and she hallucinates Siberia. Well, no, no, this is very, no she's in a white space. I guess it's, it I guess is Siberia. Siberia. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I would just like white void, generic white void. I only know it's Siberia because they showed us the flashback to Siberia early, um, in the previously on. Yeah, but, but they're, they're trying to evoke it. No, but I mean, yes, I I was gonna say it's just a white space with snow on the ground. Yeah, they're not doing um, a good job. I mean, I mean, they're not they're, doing anything. No, good in this Aaron, episode. I'd argue they're doing a good job if they were trying to evoke a white void with snow on the ground. But they were truly, clearly trying I to don't evoke. Think- I think they're trying to evoke Siberia, but it's not Siberia. It's a white void with snow on the ground. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you said Siberia. She's not in Siberia. She's in a white void with snow on the ground. Yeah, but they're, okay, I sure. Think, I, Aaron, I think if you saw a white void with snow on the ground and you said it's Calgary in winter, I'd be like, no, it's a white void with snow on the ground. Yeah, but they were trying to do a throwback to when she was in Siberia and she collapsed in the snow and then Jonathan carried her back to the apartment. But except for she, she doesn't get carried. and No, she but does. they're they're clearly trying to put her back in that place. Otherwise, they would not have shown that moment I, in the previously on. I was more of thinking that th- that... <laughs> That her getting knocked through the wall, because, you know, is her getting knocked down. But it seems like it's clearly literally about the distance. Like, literally, she got too far away from Jace. Yeah. Like, like he has an orb of protection God. around him. Because they did, they do this shot where she's, like, number one, she got knocked through a wall. Yeah. And she's there, and they do a long shot to show how far away she is from Jace. Yeah, this is dumbest thing alive. <laughs> and I'm like, literally, he has, like, a like an aura of protection around her. This is so stupid. So, well, she's in uh, the white void of Siberia. She um, sees Jonathan. She's Jonathan. Jonathan has black demon wings and no, he wants <laughs> he has black angel wings yeah i know but they're demon wings. i, mean, I know what they're representing because then you see jace and, and jace. he has white angel white wings. angel wings and... should give him bat wings is what i was saying oh yeah we have legitimately seen demons with wings and they have bat wings but they wanted him to be like a moody angel so they gave him black the show wings. is so dumb and then clary takes jonathan's hand and her eyes turn black 
but then when Jace finds her, she's like, what? I'm fine. I went through a wall. Also, it feels like they had to take a roundabout way to get to her when she clearly just went straight through a wall. Well, like, you know, first Jace and then Alec shows up. They have to fight. The yeah, they fight the queen. queen. Well, I don't, I, I don't care because the show doesn't I care. I guess that's why it takes them so long to find her because they got distracted because yeah. they uh, fought the queen. Well, they had to fight the queen. Um, I don't know. But I, I, then when, when Jace finds her, he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I let you go. I said I would never, you know, go away from her. And somehow this seeing this will cue Alec to have thoughts and thoughts about Magnus, but it does feel like he just saw the image and not the words that Jace just said, which is I'll never leave you. I'm here for you. And then he's going to go to Magnus and he's going to go break up with Magnus because he just saw the image. I don't understand. I don't understand how they went from A to B here. I don't understand that. And when he makes up wake, When he breaks up with Magnus, I will tell you now, he is the worst actor ever. Like, some of the words he says are true. What what I will say... But there's is, no heart behind it. What I, yeah, what I will say is that I think it's really hard. There's acting. I think acting like someone who's acting who doesn't want to act okay. is a very difficult, like... And when I say he's the worst actor ever, I don't mean the actor no, no, playing we, Alec. No, no, I mean, we mean Alec. We mean is the Alec. Worst actor. Alec, yeah. Alec, is, Alec is really bad. Um, um, at Matthew Daddario, honestly, Matthew Daddario and um, Harry Shum Jr. are bar none my favorite actors on the show. I was more of saying that is because that is a difficult thing to do yeah. to be like, okay, well, I have to be act like a person who's acting, but it can't be like he can't a hundred percent sell it because you still want to put in the emotion that clearly Alec doesn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea is that may, that in that moment is just emotional enough that Magnus is like, he, well, just like how Alec saw the image, but didn't hear the words. Yeah. Magnus has heard the words, but he's not seeing the image. But Magnus is throughout all of this, even when he gets breaking up, broken up with and his yeah. heart is broken. He's a little bit suspicious. Yeah. There is some suspiciousness in his heart. Yeah. Because um, these boys are endgame. Yeah. Uh, we do, during the whole whole fingerprint, fingerprints thing, we do also get Simon and Izzy get close. But then there's like an earthquake and a siren, which is a cue that the wards were breached. I, yep. So I was thinking, one, um, the wards were put up by a much worse warlock than, than Magnus. So they're weaker. They're worse or they're worse ones. Two, um, the uh, the Sealy Queen, I feel like probably just had an in with the warlock who did it. Well, no, one hundred percent the warlock they would have made do it is Katarina Loss. Why? Because she's Magnus's friend. <laughs> she's Magnus's like best friend and she's <laughs> oh, very powerful. I guess you're like I guess Alec would be the one to choose who yeah. to put the warlock wards up, not just the greater clave thing, just being like, well, We're who gonna picked Lorenzo and Lorenzo does suck. Yeah, Lorenzo clearly put this up. No, definitely not. These are definitely from Katarina. Aaron, Aaron, he's the head warlock of Brooklyn, a, a an actual real position. I do think it actually makes sense that maybe the clave was like, no, you gotta gotta be done by the head warlock of Brooklyn. I just like I, which re- means they're bad. I refuse to believe that it was so hard for Valentine to get through the wards, and there was no plot point Va- of like Magnus sitting in the institute and watching Lorenzo put up the wards. Like, if you wanted to be well, that, no, no, I was just going to say, like say that ago. when Valentine did, Valentine had to go through Magnus wards, and this person had to go through just another. Even if it was Catalina, 
She probably has worse wards, and this is the Seelie Queen trying to get in. Was it? They have accords for a reason, which is that that these people do have the like the power to do this. I bet the Seelie Queen can break wards. They just have the accords. So why? Like this is this is Aaron. This is breaking the accords. I mean, okay, they keep, yes. They constantly say. Okay, they say breaking the accords for, like, the dumbest things. But legitimately. I, 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 again, I just, like, I can't have not read the books. (laughs) And the wards are extremely powerful. And, like, the only people who can break wards are Shadowhunters. I mean, I think we're talking about things being way too easy. Uh, The most obvious one is actually the fact that apparently it's really, really easy for a prince of hell to leave Edom. Because we go from this. Oh, we actually we have. Oh, no, we, we, we have stuff. to just say very. Yeah. Thing. So um, oh, after right. Clary picks the demon, not the angel. Yeah. She tells uh, Jace, "Oh no, I'm totally fine," and then she portals immediately back to the institute. Well, I mean, so, so that she can stab the fairy who is about to kill. Yeah, it's because the fairy gets in about to kill Jonathan, and then uh, like you know, Jace gets the call, which I think is what cues Clary off to do this now. Yeah. She. Because all the way, she's just going to wait until they get back to the Institute. Instead, she takes that moment to whack Jace once in the back of the head with a with a, with a a pipe. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, then she warps back to the Institute, kills the uh, kills the fairy, and I guess rescue. I'm going to assume we don't see it, but I guess rescues Jace. Now, and Jonathan, she and probably. Jonathan are a team, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, but yeah, you're right. Princes of Edom, or yeah, Princes so, of Hell, I guess, so, can just... No, okay, so we cut back to... Like, it's it's on the verge of clever, except for one thing. So, we get the Warlock Lady, and we learn that when she closed the connection, of course, Asmodeus kept the connection open. Of course he did. Because he's the Prince of Hell. Yeah. I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, that's fine. But to summon him, she, like, cuts her hand and then rubs a pentagram into the mirror, and he then he's just there. Yeah. And I'm like, that's too... That's too easy. <laughs> well, he creates a tangible, like, physical body yeah. out of nothing... Well, no, he. I, I assume like she created a portal and he walks through the portal in like from uh, I, Edom into Earth. I guess so. I, I guess maybe I just wanted him to have to a tangible body. Yeah, I want him to have to get a body. That okay? Because I think we, that's the thing we've ever seen before. No, but I think usually demons like no, pos- not I guess not in the show. I think you're thinking of supernatural. <laughs> Demons have to possess people. They can't just have bodies out of nowhere. Not in the show. Demons just walk around. Aaron, the demons we've seen this entire time are just demons walking around. But not princes of hell. But they have... Lilith just walked... Lilith, he just... Jonathan just called Lilith up. I think my problem is it came out of a mirror. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. It, it was a very... He is Magnus's father. It's a very dramatic way of yeah. coming in. Um, I just think the fact that she just cut her hand, drew a pentagram, and that was enough for him to be like, and now I'm on Earth. I'm like, so it's okay, not so yeah, hard. M- maybe that's the thing. Maybe because she just drew a pentagram and then he just walked out of the mirror. I'm like, no, but he needs to, like, <laughs> do a thing. I, 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 I love that this was... Because it was jarring for me, too. Because I'm like, he's a prince of hell. Why is it so easy for him to just, like, not be there anymore? I thought it was supposed to be, like, sealed away. I love that it was so jarring that you... You created like an entire other concept. Like, no, he needs a body. Okay, but he's a big old dummy because now he's left Edom, and guess who's going to take it over while he's gone? (laughs) Lilith. He's got to do this real quick. He's got to do this real fast. Quick in and out. Just one quick in and out. Apparently, his son needs him. No, I no. I mean the plan. I mean yes. No, I know. But no, no, I I I think is because I mentioned earlier that I think his plan is very obvious. I think it's worth mentioning what I'm pretty sure his plan is. 
he did the whole thing with, uh, you got to break up with my son. And then I did, I remember how I mentioned yeah. that. But your son's going to notice when he gets his powers back. It's because he's going to clearly walk up to him and be like, oh, your boyfriend broke up with you, huh? That sucks. Humans do suck. Come be my prince of hell. Which is not going to work. His son's like a thousand years old. Yeah, but you got to try every thousand years or so. You know, I bet I bet this happens like every 200 years or so. He's just like, hey, son, prince of hell. And he's like, no. <laughs> but hey, Alex really made him real sad. All right, Aaron. The other episode, you find yourself a CW moment. Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic was like, no, the magical system is more complicated than the show is telling us it is. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, okay. This is so teen drama. I'm not going to say it's dumb. I'm not going to say it's illogical because, like, it kind of is a logical argument for a prince of hell to make to a teenager. <laughs> um... But when Asmodeus says to Alec, you have to break up with Magnus because you've been holding him back, he could reach his full potential if he wasn't with you. And I'm like, dude, Magnus is like a thousand years old. He's reached the potential he's going to reach. I mean, the problem is, is, is that is... Asmodeus' logic. No, no, that, that is that that is that is the that is them very like, uh, like weirdly trying to admit, let us the audience know what Asmodeus' motivation is. But why would he say it to Alec? Like well, Alec would agree. Like it, it is the most teen dramaist logic where it's like, oh, he's been in a relationship, he's been tied to mundane, so he yeah. can't reach his potential, and it's like, okay, yeah. Obviously, no. Yeah, I, if I, this was like a normal TV show, that's correct. But again, Magnus is a thousand years old and has never been tied to mundanes before. Yeah, I mean, he's a thousand years old, but he's not the Prince of Hell, which is clearly what like he, he can't be a Prince of Hell. That's what Asmodeus clearly wants. It's it, oh, sorry. No, wait. It's weird. They are Prince. What's below yeah, Prince? Duke. Yeah. Duke of Hell. Yeah, it's it's not a thing he can like well, inherit. Princes of Hell live forever. Well, I was just like, oh wait, because yeah, because he's not King of Hell. I was, I was saying that because he was his son. Like, yeah. he wanted essentially his son at his side next to his throne. Yeah. I'm like, wait, no, but he's a prince of hell. See? Like, I, I guess Lucifer is the king of hell. All f- no, so, Lucifer is also prince of hell. All falls apart when you start Who's the it. king of hell? No one. There's no king. There's no king or queen of hell? God. There's no God. There's no God in these books. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that they don't want to talk too much about about the Christian yeah. God. It just it starts like falling apart when you think about it too hard. I, I I'm just I just like I'm not saying it's dumb or illogical. I'm just saying it's very teen. Well, no, no. I mean, no. I, I I would say this is because what he's saying is absolutely true for his audience. He does not believe that Mag that Magnus has achieved his full potential because he's not like super demon warlock hand like at my side, my right hand man as I rule over Edom. But Alec, there's that's a weird thing to say to Alec to try to get him to break up with him. Like, well, Alec's definitely not going to agree with that. Well, and it's just, like, again, the point of a CW moment is something that, like, has no grounding yeah. in logic. It's just there for drama. And this yeah. is exactly what Julie Cooper Nichols would say to Ryan about why he can't date Marissa. Yeah, well, So that's why it's a CW moment. Yeah, it's a, it's a very dramatic thing that he could say that, that's, like, that's... 
Well, especially because we learn later that he's really just trying... He is just trying to convince him to break up with him so that he can, you know, go go up to him and be like, yeah, he sucks anyway. Come achieve your potential by being my right hand uh, hand and eat him. Yeah, as much like, is like... So, but so he, he said something like weirdly true in there in his mind it's weird it's weird anyway Asmodeus is the dumbest dad there's no way this plot he does not know his son at all it's not gonna work oh yeah but you got once well, yeah try that every but every anyway second. did you find CW moment uh yeah um so something that's come up a few that came up a few times we could sort of skipped over because they're really super matter uh running joke with Becky is Becky being like I'm a vampire I wore a cape and First, we have uh, Simon being like, well, vampires don't normally wear capes. And I'm like, that's fine, because it's Simon. Yeah. Izzy says, well, vampires don't wear capes. I'm like, yeah, most people don't wear capes, but sometimes they do wear capes. Is I also think we've seen some vampires wearing capes. No, I just want to say that, like, this is followed, like, so the joke is, is that Becky, to explain the joke, Be- Becky is going off of this cultural stereotype of, like, like vampires yeah. with capes. And then... This scene continues on with Izzy, with, like, Simon kind of explaining, like, oh, well, see, mundanes think that uh, vampires wear capes. Because we know the Shadowhunters aren't super into, like, the pop culture Yeah, they don't know what pop culture is. But it feels like Izzy should not have enough pop culture knowledge to know that what Becky's doing is a reference to pop culture. Like, with Becky being like, oh, I'm a vampire. I'm wearing, like, it's my cape I'm wearing for a vampire. I would just be like, you think she'd just be like, okay. Because, like, like, like. If someone said to me, this is the cape I'm wearing, I'm dressed up as this, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I understand that people don't normally wear capes, but sometimes they do wear capes and you are dressed up as a person wearing a cape. Like, it's, it's it, I don't know, it's stuck in my head so much. Like, why would Izzy question, why would you, like, vampires don't wear capes, but no one wears a, what are? <laughs> the problem is, this episode's plot is so dumb. Well, well, and then it's followed up by, followed up by, like, Simon being like, you know, vampires wear capes, Dracula, Count Von Count. And then she's like, you made that up. And then I was like, well, yeah, well, Count Von Count, oh, I guess it does sound made up. I'm like, yes, it is. It's the name of a character. Of course it's made up. What do you mean? Someone made it up. <laughs> what? It did. <laughs> Guys, are we wrong about how dumb this episode is? Because I think it broke us. Like, our brains are broken. Cat Von Count sounds like it was made up. It was. It was made up on Sesame Street. Is he called Count Von Count? His name's, yeah, his name's Count Von Count. Oh, because he's the Count. He's the Count. He's Count yeah, Von Count. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that does sound made up. What the are you talking about? People. Um, they he's were, a puppet. They, they were just trying to do like cutesy, like like nervous flirting stuff, but I could not get away from Izzy being confused about capes, and then him do like it was just a lot. It was a lot in one moment. Like I also could have brought up how many dumb quips Jace has in this episode because it's like they remembered <laughs> no. that Jace is supposed to be like charming and quippy. No, it's because Jace had nothing to do this episode, so they just had to give him quips. It's it, this literally feels like they were sh- on the day shooting, and the actor was standing there, and they're like. Oh, he hasn't said anything in a while. Uh, uh, here's a funny thing you can say. Um, I guess, uh, 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 <laughs> just looking around at things. Uh, mention that you never, you, hey, you can't say I don't bring you to nice places when you go in the sewers. Got it. Good. Did it. Now he got it. can get paid. So, um, I get, uh, do you, do you wear capes? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> do you see. wear capes, little boy? No. Oh, God. That's Santa. That's what Santa says. <laughs> So to ask people if they wear clothes, right? Do you wear capes? Do you want a cape? Little boy. Do you want a cape? 
Let us know on the social media. Santa has a bag full of capes for all the good girls and boys. We're Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. Everyone gets a cape. And if you want to be a part of our Santa podcast, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcasts or your podcaster of choice. And you can visit me at the North Pole. Just head north. You'll get there eventually. And if you don't want to visit Santa, go check out Kevin's books. They're over at KevinWeirdBooks.com and I'm at FlimsyPlan.com. And one day, it won't be Christmas on this podcast. It's Christmas every day. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> How will they cure the twinning ruin if Jonathan and Clary are gone? What is Asmodeus's plan for his son? What were Jordan and Maya doing? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery, Outsiders, and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>